And hello there, TFFP. First of all, Happy New Year! Yay! <laughs> I can't believe that it is 2022. Um, this is going to be in two parts. So, um, for you guys who are paid, you guys got the first part already. Uh, the only part. So you guys get to hear the whole thing without any interruptions and without ads. And speaking of which, if you're sick of ads, you can uh, click the tip jar at the bottom of every episode and at the bottom of uh, the page at listen.tffppodcast.com. And you can subscribe for a dollar a month. I almost said a dollar a day. <laughs> nope, it's a dollar a month. And I hope you enjoy this talk that I gave September 2021. And we will see what we have to offer as this year goes by. Enjoy. And if you guys have any um, questions about what I did, you can ask on the Discord. And if you want to know more about the Discord and you want the link, you can actually contact me uh, at tffppodcast at gmail.com because I'm not going to really put that link on the Discord or on the show notes. I could, but I'm not going to do that. I will, though, link you to the YouTube video where this was with the notes. So there are resources there as well, which um, I'm not going to give here because I don't remember them off the top of my head. So let's go. The following was recorded at FlightSim Expo in San Diego, California, September 2021. All right, thank you very much. Uh, good morning, uh, good afternoon, evening, if you're going to be listening to the archive. So, because I can't see, let's uh, lay down some ground rules. Um, so, I cannot, um, I cannot see like a raise of hands or whatever, so we're going to be clapping. How many are happy with that? Okay, so how many of you actually fly in a flight simulator? All right, about all of you. And um, actually, how many of you have actually fly, flown uh, totally blind? That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> So my name is uh, Sarah Alawami. I have been flying since, uh, well, flight simming since about 2017 or so. We'll be going over the add-ons uh, that we have used uh, later on. And my goal, my real-life goal, is to get this actually into, the real, uh, into a real airplane so that we might be able to fly uh, for real. I, I want to get someone who is into aviation. I want to get a, a totally blind person into commercial flight and that, um, hopefully, is my legacy. Now, hopefully, I don't die trying. All right. So, um, so you, you jump in your airplane. You, know, you take your clearance. You, um, you, know, you do whatever you need to do. You, you uh, ask for a pushback. You get your pushback. You um, taxi the runway. You ask for clearance for takeoff. You get it. You take off. You know, that, that's a pretty normal procedure, right? So. Um, how many of you think you can do all of this with your eyes closed? None. Well, what you're about to see, and uh, next slide, are the add-ons that we use. So we use It's Your Plane, FSX Pilot, and for whatever reason, my arrows aren't cooperating. Okay, so we use um, uh, It's Your Plane, FSX Pilot, 
uh, FS Triumph, which was used between 2017 and 2019, 2018 and 2019, uh, sorry, 2019 and 2020. Uh, we used TFM 2019 to present, and we'll actually be getting more into that. PMDG. Uh, how many of you know what PMDG? How many of you heard of PMDG? <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, um, P so would, how many who have would have thought that if I said I can fly a PMDG airplane, how many how many would uh, how many would have thought that? Yep. So we can. <laughs> we can. Thank you to TFM. Next slide. Okay. So the add-ons that we use. We're first going to go over it's your plane. Um, you probably don't remember it's your plane. We used uh, that was I, I believe it started in about 2000 and uh, I want to say nine or ten. There is actually going to be a video going over most of the history. So if I miss it, um, Andy and Jason will correct me on that one. And you can control it by voice. Uh, checklists, uh, you could do those with your voice. Pushback, um, you can do that. You could do that with your voice. Takeoff, um, heading speed and altitude, you could actually control all of that with your voice. And um, next slide. OK. FSX Pilot, my, one of my least favorite add-ons. Um, you can, though, enter commands in via text. You can actually import a flight plan. However, it's got to be in the FSX pilot um, format. By the way, how many ever heard of FSX pilot? None? One? <laughs> one? OK. <laughs> Don't be shy. <laughs> Just one. Uh, I forgot to ask, how many heard of It's Your Plane? OK, two of you. All right, that works. And you, you can be honest with me if you haven't. You know, whatever. Yeah. It's not, FSX Pilot is not very good at takeoffs and or landings. Uh, you also must tune every single plane. And if you lose that INI file, you're basically SOL because you've got to start over. And I mean, you have to tune every single plane for takeoff and landing. It was really annoying, but at the time, you know, that's what we had. Next slide. FS Tramp. Um, you might know about it's FS Navigator. How many ever? How many have heard of FS Navigator? Uh, FS Tramp, by the way. Well, okay, FS Navigator, okay. But how many have ever heard of FS Tramp? A few. All right. Uh, how many of you liked using FS Tramp? Uh huh. <laughs> I'm glad the developer's not here. So, cons only cons. Clunky interface. It freezed, fr freezed? It froze my system. <laughs> it had a tendency to crash if I wanted to change the route, if I wanted to deviate uh, with uh, um, that sim. I couldn't do that because FS Tramp would just crash. It really, for me, was not worth the time to learn, but at the time, that's what we had. Next slide. Ty uh, talking flight monitor, heretofore known, uh, from now on is TFM because it's a lot easier to say. Now, I know that none of you have heard of TFM unless uh, us visually impaired pilots have been talking about it. So it reads geonames, with, it reads your location with Bing and with geonames. And you might or might not hear, it in the, hear that in today's presentation. Right now, it allows with uh, uh, PMDG at present to, you can control the CDU, you can program the CDU. You can pretty much do everything with the PMDG. And I'm going to stress everything. Uh, and we can do pretty much everything. We can request clearance. 
We can know our uh, position at a gate on a good day. Uh, we can um, warp to the runway. More about that in a minute. We can uh, do everything that we can do, uh, we, that you guys can do, except for one thing. What do you think that would be? Hmm? Shout it out. I can't hear. What do you think that would be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the only thing we can't do uh, with TFM. Uh, and I don't really want to say yet, because we can do that online, uh, offline rather, but right now with uh, SimBrief, we cannot. Uh, we cannot. And this is, this is what we have right now. Next slide. Now, uh, Declan, I know that you're not here at the moment, but um, we are going to be now hearing TFM in use on a very, very short 24-minute flight, except he cut it down to 12 minutes, um, using TFM and uh, its functions. So uh, take it away, Declan. Next slide, uh, the video. Hello, everyone. Oh, no, never mind, never mind. It's Andy and Jason. Okay. Oh, stop the... Yeah. Um, go back to the slide before. I missed it. Whoops, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, so what we're going to hear now is uh, Andy and Jason. I'm just so excited to, to give this demo. Um, that Yeah. <laughs> so Andy and Jason, they started developing TFM in 2019. They're going to go into the history. And uh, basically, we will be hearing a demo of TFM. We will not be hearing a demo of them flying, but they're going to be going over TFM. They're going to be go over, going over the add-ons. How this thing got started, and we're going to be, he's going to uh, end the presentation by going over what's next. So now take it away, Andy and Jason. Hello, everyone. My name is Jason Fair, and I'm here with Andy Borka. And we are the developers of a free piece of software called Talking Flight Monitor. And sorry about the broken slide the, the first time. That was just their name. So I, the first thing that people are often wonder is, as a blind person, Andy and I are both totally blind, and why would we be interested in flight simulation? Because flight simulation is you know, inherently a very visual activity. Um, you know, lots of awesome scenery and various things like that. But there are actually quite a few people uh, that are blind or low vision that are quite interested in this hobby. And the reasons can, can range from just, you know, a general interest in aviation. I mean, you know, most of us have been on airplanes, but, you know, some people want to know, well, how does this all work? What's, what, are the, what are the processes and procedures as, you know, as people are flying? So that's part of it. And the other thing is people just want to experience what it's like to be in the cockpit of a modern airliner. Several years ago, we could actually do that. We could, you know, we could possibly get, you know, if we asked, uh, we could possibly get into the cockpit of a plane, uh, but that definitely doesn't happen anymore. I'm going to talk a little bit about the history of, of flight simulation accessibility. And then I'm going to pass it over to Andy, and Andy's going to talk about the talking flight, soft, um, talking flight monitor software that we've, uh, that we've developed. So a little bit of background. Um, as I said earlier, Andy and I are both totally blind. Uh, we've been in the technology field for quite a long time. and. For a blind person to use a computer, 
um, typically we would be using a piece of software called a screen reader. Uh, for Windows, the two major ones are a package called JAWS, J-A-W-S for Windows, or NVDA, uh, non-visual desktop access. And in the, the most basic terms, a screen reader takes the information that's happening on the computer screen and converts that into audible speech. So if I'm in a Word document, I can, you know, browse around and, and read. If I'm, you know, I can read my email, I can read the web. Um, when we start talking about things like flight simulation, though, we have to do some pretty uh, creative things to to make that work. So, so history of flight simulation. So, uh, as far as accessibility. Um, flight simulators are not accessible really in any way um, with Microsoft FSX or Lockheed Martin uh, prepared. You can load up the system and use the screen reader to, you know, get the plane, you know, select your aircraft, select your location as far as an airport. But then once the, once the simulation starts, um, there's, there's really nothing. You can't access the menus, you can't read the gauges, you can't do anything. So what we've needed to do over the years is come up with creative ways of getting access to this information. So the very first piece of software that I was aware of that did uh, that gave us access to flight simulation was something called FS Navigator. And this was around in somewhere around 2004. And this gave us access to uh, FS 2004 and I believe one earlier version. Um, Pretty basic, you could, you could control the aircraft autopilot through a moderately accessible interface. It wasn't designed to be accessible, but it just sort of was. Um, and so, you know, you could, you could take off, you could fly around, you couldn't really, you, well, you could follow a flight plan, um, you know, if the plan was loaded into your autopilot and you could maybe land, but probably not. Um, if, if you were very lucky, you, you, <laughs> you might be able to land. So in, tw in 2010, this is when the uh, sort of fairly large leap forward came in, uh, in access to flight simulation. And this is a product called It's Your Plane, which was produced by a gentleman in uh, British Columbia. And this was a speech um, enabled access to flight simulation. So it was actually, it was all voice activated. And this was really quite amazing for its time. Um, provided access to many aircraft systems. You could request, you know, you know, request altitude and speed and, and all kinds of things like that. Um, the problem though is that it's your plane stopped development and it was a lot of its, a lot of its features were online. So when the software was shut down, it just went away entirely. You couldn't access it online. You couldn't use it offline uh, because it was dependent on its servers that didn't exist anymore. So that was unfortunate. Um, 2013, we had something called FSX Pilot, which is um, another piece of software that allows some access to uh, the aircraft autopilot systems. Uh, but on a, again, a fairly limited way you could fly Flight plans, uh, the, the, the flight plans that you would use with it are somewhat proprietary and it didn't actually control the aircraft's built-in autopilot. It actually took over from, uh, from that aircraft autopilot. Um, 
The next one that we used up until relatively recently is something called FSTRAMP. And FSTRAMP was a um, sort of a spin-off from FS Navigator. I believe they used a lot of the same code base. And this was a package that allowed us to do quite a lot. Um, we could somewhat accessibly read um, airport information. We could read descriptions of SIDS and STARS. Um, you know, through the FSTRAP interface, but it, it had its it had its share of issues, and so we we need another solution. So, in 2019, um, I started developing Talking Flight Monitor, and um, Andy joined the project in 2020, uh, I believe July of 2020. Um, Talking Flight Monitor honestly started off as a small Python project to see if I could find the closest city to your aircraft and read out using text-to-speech what it was. That really is all it started as. And we, we, it, it snowballed in an unbelievable hurry. Um, once the community realized that we could, we could get that information, people started asking, well, can you do this? Can you read altitude? Can you read um, you know, any other aircraft systems. Um, so, so Talking Flight Monitor started in May 2019, and it's, as you'll see here very soon, um, it has, has grown into something quite huge. Um, all right. All right, so I'm going to pass this over to Andy, and he is going to talk about the key features of Talking Flight Monitor, as well as um, what is whatever some of the new features. Andy. So key features of Talking Flight Monitor, or TFM as we call it, um, there are over 70 hotkeys that you can use uh, just in the main sim window itself. Some of them include altitude, speed, heading, vertical speed, uh, the nearest VOR, um, nearest city, what city are you currently flying through? Uh, you can easily control aircraft, um, autopilot controls, uh, autopilot speed, altitude, again, vertical speed, heading. You can set comm radios, you can set navigation radios a whole bunch of things and uh, the autopilot or MCP comes in uh, quite a lot later when we talk about uh, something that is really cool that we had come up with uh, recently. Um, again, as Jason said, uh, we use screen readers or text-to-speech software in the event that somebody does not have one or their screen reader crashes, uh, TFM is self-voicing, uh, so it will pick up in self-voicing mode if it does not detect the screen reader present. And some of the things we have readout that cannot be interrupted, such as ILS, um, landing aids and things like that are self-voicing by default. Again, as I said, you have the option of using a screen reader or a braille display or both. There's audible 
speech output for manual flight. For an example, it has attitude mode, which tells you your pitch in degrees. It tells you your bank in degrees. It has an audible system, a series of tones for runway lineup. Uh, we call it runway guidance mode. So it can tell you if you're lined up on the center line. Uh, we make industry standard nav aids uh, accessible like uh, ILS approaches, RNAV approaches, things like that. Um, and the nice cool thing that came up within the past six months to a year and has ballooned quite, uh, quite a lot and quite well is the Payware PMDG aircraft series. We have extensive support for that. Um, most of the 737 and 777 uh, have support. Next slide. New features uh, that will be coming up soon. A flight planner for freeware aircraft. Um, as Jason said, the FS Navigator and the FS Tramp uh, was a flight planner in a sense. But since it had its own issues, we decided to take on the task of creating our own fully accessible flight planner for freeware software, uh, freeware airplanes. Uh, a where am I and look around feature. Uh, part of it has already been implemented with um, being able to see the nearest city and the city you're currently flying through. Uh, expansions would include how far are you from the nearest boundary line, such as in the U.S. Um, borders, for an example, or a country's borders, uh, a city, state, town, that type of thing. Uh, aircraft profiles for the freeware aircraft, that way uh, you can tell TFM what altitude um, is the ceiling for that particular aircraft? Uh, what is the typical vertical speed that it needs to climb and descend at? And uh, future ongoing expansion of PMDG support. Next slide. If you need to get a hold of us, uh, the website is listed there on the screen, www.talkingflightmonitor.com. If you need to email us, the email address, info at talkingflightmonitor.com. We thank you for joining our presentation and I will hand it back to Jason. All right, uh, yeah, thanks so much for taking the time to listen and uh, Definitely keep an eye on that website because we will definitely will be announcing uh, new features as they. All right. So, whoops. No mic. Okay, there we go. All right. <laughs> so, as Andy and Jason said. Hello, everyone. My name Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Sorry, guys. I think that was us on okay, the back all right, here. All right. Can you give us a slide number or just some information so we can sync up with you? Mm, what? Oh, we think we're good. We're on the belt of video uh, on the next slide. Is that the right place to be? And like he said, you can. Oh, uh, are we are we good to go? 
We are, we're on a slide that has video done by Declan. Is that the right place to be? Uh, yeah, and let me actually advance my slide because I'm not. Uh, hold on a minute. Sorry about that. Okay, there we go. We're on slide nine. All right, so as you, can, as you, can, as you saw, you can access their website at www.talkingflightmonitor.com. And I will spell that really quickly if you're visually impaired and uh, watching the talk and uh, you want more info, like if you're ever watching the archives, it is www.talkingflightmonitor.com. That's a tongue twister. Okay, so um, now <laughs> I'm really excited to actually present one of my um, uh, blind pilot uh, colleagues, and he is actually going to be showing what talking flight monitor is. He's going to be showing the repositioning uh, from the gate to the runway. He's going to be showing takeoff. He's going to be showing getting to cruise. He's going to be showing uh, descent and the capture of the ILS. He's also going to be showing landing, uh, repositioning from the gate to the runway, and he's going to be showing the cleaning up of the aircraft. So uh, take it away, Declan. This is the PMDG 737 NGXU cockpit in P2D. It's probably something that a lot of you have seen before and are very, very familiar with. What you probably don't know is that very recently, our blind pilots community has been able to gain access to the PMDG lineup of aircraft thanks to an add-on that we use called Talking Flight Monitor, which gives us access to the CDU and panels. It's a privilege to be able to fly when you're visually impaired or totally blind. It's something that a lot of people don't even consider. And for a long time, we haven't had access to these kinds of payware aircraft. I'm here to show you a little bit about how we access them with our screen readers. When we press a hotkey in Talking Flight Monitor, we fall on the main PMDG CDU menu and you'll be able to see it looks very similar to the FMC itself with the blocks of text in columns. We're able to use the hotkeys, the scratch pad, all the various pages. However, they've been put into a format so that their text and our screen reader is able to read them. Four, set up reader, blank five, FS actions reader. Here we are on the FS actions on soft key five right. And here I am uh, going three, to enter the fuel radar. and payload for a flight down to Manchester from East Midlands. Round two, auto one, less fuel services reader. You can hear it reads fuel with the left hand sign, which shows me that it's on the left and it's on soft key one. I can then go to Refresh the scratch button. pad Edit blank. and type in my value. One, zero, two, zero, zero, blank. One, 10,206, 130.1 I can then hear all the values read back to me, including the fuel, which I just entered, 10,200 pounds. Here I am on the payload page. One, three, two, dot, six. Entering our zero fuel weight. And here I am choosing my departure out of East Midlands. Blank 3 DTY4P, blank 2 DTY3 and 27. I can hear the runway 27 is on soft key 2 right. Execute key available. Blank 2 TNT2N, right flight director on, auto throttle arm switch on, auto throttle light on. You can also hear the switches being flicked as my first officer gets the aircraft ready for departure. Blank 2 TNT2N. We want the Trent 2 November, which I can hear is on soft key Holland. 2. And I know it's on two left, so hitting that and then hitting our execute key, execute key off. will read to me that the departure has been entered. 
Here I am reading through my legs page with the screen reader to check that everything's in order. 269 degrees 0.8 nm. I can hear that the first waypoint is on a heading of 269 degrees with 0.8 nautical mile leg length. 1D268A 250 slash 810A. The waypoint name, the speed restriction of 250, and that we need to be 810 feet or above. All of that can be read by the screen reader, and whilst you might have some trouble hearing it, it's all a matter of practice. Here's my first officer like on Flight Simulator First Officer Pro add-on, setting up the aircraft. We're now firing up the APU ready for departure. As you can hear, the screen reader is reading out all the APU switches as they are toggled. And although the visuals may not be stunning, that is not the primary concern of us blind pilots. What is, however, is realism and the thrill of getting to fly, even though we may not be able to in real life. Apple Gen 1 off, bus light on. Engine generator off, bus light on. Apple Gen 1 off, bus light off. Engine generator off, bus light off. And there goes the bus transfer, as you heard the screen reader reading out through the talking flight monitor add-on. Here we are pushing back with the help of talking flight monitor, which is able to read the GSX menus. I'm going to toggle my microphone and instruct the first officer add-on. Start engines. With the help of talking flight monitor, which is active. able to read the engine readouts. The help of first officer pro, which is able to initiate engine start. And the help of GSX, whose Number menus talking flight monitor is also able to read. We're now pushing back and firing up our engines ready to go. There's no add-on that can yet give blind pilots the ability to taxi to the runway. You may have seen us on the VATSIM network asking for permission to reposition to the runway, and that's exactly what we've done here. Now we're going to perform the takeoff roll with the help of the talking flight monitor add-on, which will give us indications as to whether we are left or right of the runway centerline, and also help us rotate the aircraft before our first officer add-on will give the plane over to the autopilot so that it can fly the flight plan as published. Parking break off. Parking break off. Thrust set. Left FD master on. Twenty three knots. Thirty eight knots. Beat alive. Fifty three knots. You can hear the auditory beeping, letting us know we're a little knots. bit off the center line. So I applied a little knots. bit of rudder. You can also hear the speeds being called out by the text to speech voice on the talking flight monitor add on. One hundred and twenty three knots. B1, rotate. Am I going to pull back gently? Up one. Up two. Up three. Up four. Up five. Up six. Up seven. Up eight. And you can hear the text-to-speech voice calling out how many degrees of nose up we're in. Landing gear up. Taxi off. B nav, L nav, autopilot. B nav on. Command A on. L nav on. Up nineteen. One thousand feet. And the first officer has handed the aircraft over to the autopilot. Items disabled. So that he can continue the flight plan. I can see the aircraft's leveling off at 6,000, which is a restriction on this standard instrument departure. Using Talking Flight Monitor, we're able to access all the panels, including the MCP panel. By bringing up altitude the altitude section, I'm able to press the altitude intervene, altitude altitude intervene and give the aircraft permission to continue climbing. As we're now at cruise and entering our descent phase very shortly, I'm going to bring up the altitude option in talking flight altitude monitor and I'm able to Plane. type in using zero. my screen meter Three, 3500 zero. which is our initial altitude for descent today to intercept the ILS of 23 right 3, and that ensures 
that the aircraft, of course, has permission to descend. And we can check that Locking. with the screen reader, MCP altitude 3,500 feet which tells us that the MCP altitude is set to 3,500 and that VNAV currently has control of that. As our first officer ensures that the glide slope is set in the nav radios, and we continue our descent on this very short flight, we're going to go to the init ref page with the screen reader and talking flight monitor, which will read our speed for flaps 30 as 147 KT. I can always find out the number of track miles to run, which is another feature of talking flight monitor. Distance to destination, 17 slash 0, 0, 428. Which lets us know that we have one seven miles to run until touchdown, which the software calculates will take a time of 4 minutes and 20 seconds. Approach, hold on, LNAV off. Approach on, LNAV light off. As we intercept the localizer and the glide slope, talking flight monitor begins reading in the text-to-speech voice the glide slope indication, letting us know exactly where we are on the localizer and the glide slope. It's currently reading that we are down 42%, and now 55 I can also hear that the localizer is beginning to come in to 44% right, 3% right, and so I can tell exactly what the instruments are doing. 2,696 feet AGL, 172 knots indicated, minus 1,027 feet per minute, speed edit 160, 100 length, selection 1, 4, 7. Flaps 25, flaps 30. As we're now 30. fully configured into our landing for Manchester runway 23 right, and the screen reader has just read to me that we are at final flaps 30, which I've just put out. I'm going to instruct the first officer, Command B. Now we can be sure that the aircraft will auto land itself and perform a nice smooth rollout, which is very useful for blind pilots, of course, to make sure that we are exactly on the runway threshold. Landing checklist. Landing checklist. Engine start switches. Continuous. Landing gear. 2,000 feet. Down. Flaps. Set. When you're visually impaired, we have a lot of uh, add-ons which all come together. The screen meter, of course, and talking flight monitor, and the first officer pro add-on, all of which help us to fly these complex aircraft. And of course, we must thank PMDG for allowing the CDU to be accessed in such a way that Talking Flight Monitor can pull the data and show it in a text form that is readable to the screen reader. As you can hear, the screen reader has just read that we call the past uh, thousand feet. Minimums. As we're approaching the runway, we'll turn on runway guidance mode to ensure that we remain on the center line. Speed light, runway guidance, enable current heading. To and the aircraft is auto flaring, idling the power. Touchdown. Reverse thrust. Reverse thrust. 142 knots. 141 knots. 132 knots. You can hear the speeds being called by the text to speech of talking flight monitor again as we slow the aircraft. 91 knots. 80 knots. 79 knots. 67 knots. 60 knots. Reverse idle. Manual braking. Manual braking. 53 knots. 26 knots. And there we have it. Another successful flight with the talking flight monitor add-on as our first off. officer begins the process of clearing up the Manual aircraft off. after landing. Apple oil pressure light on. As you can hear, the APU is being fired up and all the switches are being read by the screen reader. Which is again thanks to talking flight monitor. I can hear the flaps are being retracted by the movement of the Apple, lever. Low, low pressure, light off. Of course, again, as blind pilots, we're unable to taxi the aircraft. 
So from here, we would reposition over to a gate and perform the shutdown flows. I hope you've enjoyed learning how blind pilots can fly the PMDG 737 and how all our add-ons interact together. This has been a game changer for us and the access the talking flight monitor has given to the PMDG lineup of aircraft is a massive step forward for our community. We can only hope that we will be able to gain access with partnerships with other developers to other aircraft in the future. We have now repositioned to a stand. I'm going to set the parking brake and have the first officer perform the shutdown flow. Parking brake on. As you can hear, the screen reader is reading through Number TFM. Number the parking brake, ignitions, the Left FD master flight right. director. Spoilers rejected. Navigation off, beacon off, taxi off, Apple Gen 1 off, bus light off, engine generator off, bus light off, Apple bleed on, navigation on, beacon on, taxi on, over to the sign APU. off. Number one generator off. The seatbelt signs off. Number two generator off. Navigation off. Beacon off. Generators are turning off. The beacon light off. Right aft fuel pump off. There go the fuel pump. It may be difficult for some of you to understand exactly what the screen reader is saying, which is why I'm just calling out. Electrical hydraulic pump off. Electrical switches. There go the packs going off. For us, it's second nature, and access to all these switches is really what helps us to ensure safe operation of these aircraft. It's a different kind of flying, having everything read to you instead of scanning the cockpit in front of you to see what the current state of play of your aircraft is, but all that information, the VATSIM network perhaps, the screen meter, it can be tough, but you learn how to use your ears most effectively. And there we are, S. sat on stand, currently with the APU running. It barely scratches the surface, I would say, of how we're able to fly these complex aircraft, but I hope that it has proven to the everyday simmer and developers alike that blind pilots are very dedicated to accessing these kind of aircraft and getting a sense of realism and satisfaction from simming just like anyone else. So I'm actually going to be going off the cuff a little bit and deviating away a little bit from my presentation because I can uh, <laughs> and because I just looked at the time. So. Um, you know, we would love to actually do this with Flight Simulator uh, FS20, but we cannot because it is completely, well, so the narrator mode that they have works, but we cannot effectively turn that on on our own. I mean, that's another subject for a different you know, thing. We cannot effectively turn that on on our own. We can't really start at a gate. We can't, we start on the runway. Uh, we have to use FS Tramp to fly. We can't yet use TFM, Talking Flight Monitor. Um, you know, so I would love to use and incorporate Talking Flight Monitor into, uh, into uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator uh, 2020. Because uh, that would be nice, you know, just to fly what you guys are flying and have an option. Same with X-Plane. I would switch to X-Plane in a heartbeat if it were accessible, because right now it is completely not. Um, and, you know, if anyone at X-Plane is listening, please consider making X-Plane very much accessible for the visually impaired. Thank you for listening to TFFP. If you have any questions, you can contact us at tffppodcast.com and click the contact link. If you want to learn more regarding the music that you're hearing at the end of the episode and at the beginning, check out Breathe by Axel and Arth. That's A-X-L and sign A-R-T-H on YouTube or Google or whatever you use for your search engine. If you want to see any YouTube videos that might be of interest, go to 
lbry.tv forward slash ke7zum. That's lbry.tv forward slash ke7zum. We also have a Twitch stream at twitch.tv slash ke7zum. That's twitch.tv slash ke7zum. And you can check out its schedule using the blog post titled Twitch Schedule, found on the posts page. Thank you so much, be blessed, and have a wonderful day.